Hello and welcome to the My Hero Academia podcast, episode 13. I'm Sophie. And I'm Kendra. This week we will have a special guest, our first ever guest. You'll know him from YouTube. He is the Black Manga Critic. First, we're going to have our anime review of anime episode 60. Then we'll have a quick interview with um, the manga critic, and he'll be with us to go through manga chapter 197. Yay. And it's just kind of, oh, it's episode number 13, so it's kind of funny. Haha, bad luck. And let's start. And the list goes up, and it's kind of funny that Mineta is also trying to find his name. I kind of forgot that they both started with my, or me. And Bakugo just starts screaming his own syllable, and like Baba is something like a baby would say, so it's kind of it's kind of funny to me. He's like Bah. Deku's thinking to himself, like my name's there, all right, and it's so cute. I thought he I thought he yelled it out loud. It's a very cute shock face. I just got mad again when they played the or not mad, but like annoyed during they played the theme song, and I was just like, who's the weird tooth guy? Like who is that? We didn't even see him in the filler. Oh, I don't know. I haven't even noticed the weird tooth guy, but I did notice each time that I watch it, I notice new things that Kirishima's paint pulling a weirdly weird face at the end <laughs> in the group photo. He's a really um, strange face. Uh, I don't know. And I, I also, oh, I also noticed like it does the thing where it shows Endeavor looking forward and then it cuts to Todoroki. So it's kind of last episode had them having the same eyes and like the same like looking coldly forward. And I thought it was really cool they managed to like put that in. Oh, good yeah. night. <laughs> Mineta passed somehow, and I was like, okay, I guess he, like, trapped villains with balls. Momo, like, every, I think basically everyone passed, except certain people, and Momo says, little strokes fell giant oaks, and it makes me think, I think it was Yoshindo who said, like, you don't chop down a tree all at once. So I think that maybe that's, like, a bigger metaphor in Japan? I don't know. Is that a metaphor? Yeah. Okay, good. And Kirishima realizes that Bakugo didn't pass, and neither did Inessa, and neither did Todoroki. Do a big shock because you think like they're the big, like powered, like the strongest people, but there's more to a hero than just being strong. You can't fight each other or be jerks to the people you're saving. Yeah. And Inessa apologizing, bowing down, and like hurting himself and apologizing again and he says it was his fault for being narrow-minded and Todoroki's like I started it don't worry and it's like he realizes that being that man's son is something he will have to deal with and like know how to deal with yeah in the manga they there's a little bit more explanation of Todoroki being like I don't want to be like my dad blah 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 but I'm glad they they didn't put it in because we had quite a lot of that last week yeah I think it was smart yeah and like he realized stuff after confronting him, so thanks, I forget if I said that. And uh, I think Mineta is the one who's like, oh, both are top, or no, wait, I don't know, someone says, uh, both are top two failed, like, and everyone's very shocked, and Kaminari has a death wish. When he asks back, he tells Bakugo to watch his abusive language, <laughs> and Bakugo says, shut up or I'll kill you, and the Bakugo kill count is at six now. I guess a kill count makes it sound like he's killing people. His threats to kill are up to six now. In his mind, he's kidding people. Yes. Uh, and Mineta tries to be like, oh, sorry, he's like, oh, they're fighting their egos. The hierarchy is collapsing. And he's so short, he has to, like, climb Todoroki to be weird at him. 
I like thought he had a good insight when he said that their egotism caused by their high skill is ruining things for them. Like that was a really good insight, and then he just turned into a rotter. <laughs> I think it's like I, I like this part of me, and I like him being a little shit and like being annoying. But I was like, he can be like the weird kid who wants to be like popular, and that's why he wants to be a hero. And like, but like the fact that like he has to be weird to girls all the time is just like. Uh, I, I don't, but this part I'm like, okay, Mina, this is you up being an actual character and being more than just like boobs man, which is boring. So I'm like, okay, Mina, good job. <laughs> boobs man. Exactly. He should be like boobs man. I wish they'd shown him like interacting with some of the Huck people. Like, were there any girl, old ladies who like he like tried to hit on and they're like, minus points. Because like, what the fuck are you, well, sorry, what are you doing? <laughs> Ida has to pick him up and carry him away. Picks like, him up by his cheeks. I know, it's so weird. And he's like, give me meta handler. Like, he's never done this before either. Ida should just, like, always do that. Just, like, summon him. And he can, like, make me to go away. Inasa's head is so far down that the top of his head is, like, touching the ground. It's like, how's that even possible? Like, he's, like, completely... I don't know if I could do that. No, he did that when we first met him. No, he got his forehead smashing the ground and it bled. This is, like, the top of his head. Like, where his hat it would be, was touching oh, okay. the ground. They get papers breaking down their scores, which is nice. <laughs> Bakuko wants to read Kirishima's sheet, and he, like, creepily asks. And he realizes, like, he wants to read Kirishima's, not because he's like, oh, I want to see your points. But, like, they were together for most of it, so, like, he wants to see the difference between them. Yeah. Like, like I was doing the same stuff as you. Like, what the hell? Kirishima's a good boy. <laughs> uh and Toru wants to see Kaminari's, but he hasn't finished looking. And Toru sounds so, like, girly and, like, high-pitched. It's kind of creepy. Like, it seemed off to me. I wrote down, why does Toru want to see everyone else's evaluation? Yeah. Traitor. Traitor, traitor, traitor. I wrote, tail guy barely passed because I forgot to double-check what his name is. Ojiro. I'm sorry, Ojiro. <laughs> and remember Ciro, though? He got 84. You go, tape lad. Momo got 94. She's amazing. Appreciate her. <laughs> Ida got 80, but I just wrote down 8. <laughs> but it makes me very happy that he did really good. Yeah, he got less than Sero, though. Yeah, I guess, like, he had trouble with practical applications. So it might have been that, like, maybe he was, like, ordering people around too much or just, like, standing around. Like, I don't know. I kind of you expect him to get higher. But I guess... Yeah. Sarah got in first, didn't he, when he went to help Momo and um, Ida was just standing there watching for he was like, right, guys, let's separate. Yeah. Because I guess, like, Sarah, his tape is, like, easier to, like, do stuff while his, like, running around is not as helpful. I guess, like, he could, like, if he should have been, like, a train for, like, the first aid or something, being like, I, like, give person to me and I will get them there fast. Yeah. Oh, that would have been a good idea. Mm-hmm. And Deku got 71. He lost points for conduct before he acted, so standing around. Ida's just happy they told him how to improve. Deku wonders something that I was, I was wondering last week, why they didn't remove those who were below 50 earlier. Uh, we learned that the license, uh, you, get, uh, you get the license during emergencies, and you, you have the same authority as pro heroes. So they're not pro heroes yet. Is there another license to get? Um, the actual pro hero one? Oh. Rather oh, than yeah. the provisional license one? That makes sense. I don't know. And that'd be, that'd, be, that'd be an interesting exam. Like, how do they do that one? This is a lot of 
trust to give to 15, 16 year olds. Yeah, exactly. During an emergency, it's like, oh, you guys can do like that. And it's like, they're like 15. But I guess like most of them are probably 16 because they're like the only first years. I likened them to military cadets. Yeah, so like, I don't know if they should quite have that. They should be able to be like sidekicks at this point where you have to act with a pro. Yeah. And act with their own judgment without the discretion of a hero. But every action carries responsibilities to, to society. He again mentions that like All Might reduced crime, but he's gone now. So more baddies will appear. Balance is destroyed. You guys are the future center of society. You need to be able to suppress crime yourselves. That's kind of cool, because I think, like, before, only, like, Deku's been thinking of himself, like, oh, I have to become a symbol of peace. But really, everybody has to. Like, I, I think the army approach or whatever might be better, just because, like, Deku's 15? Yeah, 15, 16. 15, 16. Like, that's, like, he's not old enough yet. Like, I don't think he doesn't have, like, you can't intimidate people when you're, like, a little scrawny kid. He's not even got all his pubes yet. <laughs> That's not intimidating. Yeah. You like, need some, like, armpit hair first. He's not ready yet. But, yeah, there's fledglings, and Deku clenches his fist, or it's back ago, I can't tell. And he says, be diligent in your studies. And those who failed, it's not time for regret. Uh, there's a course you can do, and then the individual exam, and then you can get your license, because we need as many good heroes as possible. The first test is just to weed people out. The hundred selected... We want to grow you and, like, they'll kind of have an easier chance of becoming pros, which I thought was, like, kind of cool. In the manga, there's, um, mm. after Sleepy Nero is finished with his uh, saying all this bit, we get a panel at the end of Kavanari thinking back to Seji, who's the meatball guy, and thinking that everything that um, Seji said was actually pretty much true, but they, they didn't put it in the manga, the um, oh. anime. That would have been nice because it would have shown, like, Kaminari being, like, smart and, like, connecting dots a little. Yeah. And, I agree. And that's why they watched them till the end. It's not that you didn't have promise. It's that, like, you just need to have your inadequacies corrected and have the potential to be greater than those who passed already. So get busy and get on top of your studies. And, or you can just retake the exam in April. So it's kind of the fast track or just, like, wait it out. When he said about um, not taking people out during the exam, like I did, it didn't even occur to me that they would take people out during that sort of exam. Because I don't know about you, but I personally detest role-playing scenarios in work. Like we have to do them a lot in like, the, the medical field, and we, you always have to. We're like, this is your patient. And I find it so hard to get into the mentality of like, yeah, this is a real thing. So I'm like can't get my mind into it but in this really big scenario where they're that where they're in and there's danger around and they know that they're being assessed but they've so they've got all that added pressure as well as the actual pressure to help these people for someone to then come on and like walk people <laughs> off and be like in nasa you failed back go you failed that would really take you out of it i don't think that extra bit was needed because um, i like think going on in that exam and then people just coming in and completely breaking the atmosphere when people have got into their minds, like, yep, this is a real thing. Like, got, do you know what I mean? Like, gotten out of their heads that it's an exam. To then come and take people off would just throw you out of the zone. Mm -hmm. I think it would, like, stress me out if all of a sudden there's this big announcement, like, oh, uh, like, Ilesa has been eliminated. I would just be like, shit, they're going to, like, call my name any second. Like, I think it would, like, I think it would take you out and it would up, like, the anxiety of, it's not, like, it's already super stressful, just, like, it's a crisis thing. But, like, it would have been, like, 
stress, like exam stress instead of it wouldn't be what they're trying to test. Really. Yeah, definitely. And Todoroki looks intense. He's like, oh, yes, I definitely want to. <laughs> and Minetta's like, take it easy, because he, he wants to stay on top. And Edith says nothing as he picks Minetta up again and silences him. It's like, good, do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and Edith's like, I'll catch, oh, sorry, uh, Todoroki's like, I'll catch up soon. And it's the first step closer to becoming heroes. And Deku cries over his hero card. I just, like, it has his hero name on it. Like, the animation is very cute. Oshiko asks if he's crying, and he's like, I was helped by so many people, and I caused trouble, and it's like, it's for my maturity, he's just like, kind of like, rambling, and she's just like, she's glad it makes him happy. Yeah. And, and he's like, taking pictures for All Might and his mom, and she just has this very cute smile. Cause like, he passed as well, like, that's awesome, like, I wish she'd like, celebrated a bit about, more about that. Miss Joke is like, oh, do you want to do a joint practice sometime? And I'm like, that would actually be like, really cool to see. I'm sure they will do it now that he's mentioned doing a joint practice. But I hope when they do do it, they do it at the Ketsubatsu school. Because the bits that we saw where the students were practicing and there was a mountainous background, mm. I'm sure that would be beautiful if it was animated by Studio Bones. Ooh, that would be cool. Inessa mm. uh, runs by saying, I'll see you at the special course, but I still don't like you. And sorry in advance. It's just like, why are you doing like a run by, like almost insult? And his his footsteps were so funny because it just emphasised that he ran all the way up there just to shout at him and then run off. Just <laughs> uh, like give him, let him get a word in. I guess the Foley work must have been really funny there. They're like clapping stuff away, and Kirishima's is wondering like, is that supposed to be considerate? Aoyama says he's bold and sensitive. I feel like Aoyama and Ida would be friends. Aoyama is just. Because he watches people, doesn't he? He doesn't really have a big group of friends at this point. But he takes in people's personalities quite well. Mm. Deku tries to ask the hairy dude how he Nagamasa. erased his... Nagamasa. How he erased his presence. And he has his pen in hand like a nerd. And the hairy guy's like, we don't have training like that. What are you talking about? And Deku says, but the girl with the big lips said she did. I wanted, like, she kept, like, wanting to talk to me more, but then she just, like, disappeared. He says, oh, like, Kami took a taxi, like, and that's super weird. What kind of teacher would let someone just leave in a taxi when they all have to go on the bus? Like, keep track of your students. Oh, yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about that. Say God thing. Yeah, exactly. Because I guess, like, oh, I'm feeling sick, but it's like, how don't you have, like, another teacher there that, like, can do stuff? I don't I guess, like, they're mature students who, like, handle themselves, but, like, it's still a bit iffy. And he says, like, oh, she's been weird for the last three days. And we learn there's a big reveal. Kami was Toga. Dun, 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 dun. I love the animation they did for this. Oh, uh, the, like, the goop coming off, and it's like, ooh. Uh, and it was kind of funny, like, I couldn't tell who she was on the phone with at first, because I was like, it's not Kurugiri. I was like, who the heck is it? But then it shows, like, it's Compress, and I was like, oh. And she's, I think she's skipped several check-ins, and, like, if one of them gets caught, it'll be major trouble for everybody. But Toga has never been caught. And, but, and tomorrow will be happy. And she got a drop of Izuku's blood. And with a drop of a person's blood, she can turn into them, and we learned her full name is Himiko Toga. Did, were you, do you remember your reaction to this in the manga? So I wasn't reading week to week. I just blew through it all. Mm-hmm. But um, 
this, if I was reading read to week, I think it chapter 114 ended just with Toga walking off. And it was so well drawn that the background settings that he drew Izuku having this chat with Nagamasa in to then switch it to this dark environment with Toga walking along an alleyway. It was such good art. It swift. It really switched how you were feeling straight away. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't remember my reaction. I can't remember if people guessed it or not. But I think like I was pretty shocked. I was like, wait, what? I don't know how people would have guessed it unless they, I don't know, just the world's most amazing theorists. Yeah, I don't think anybody guessed it. I think it was just like, wait, what? It's like, I think those people made jokes like, oh, the two best girls are the same person. <laughs> but like, it makes me wish like we could have gotten more Akane because like, she got like a drop of blood. And we can go into, we can talk about this in the spoiler if we want to talk about spoilers because like, what can she really do with a drop of blood? And okay, I really quickly, I forgot to have it open, but I think her name actually is kind of a hint at what her quirk is. Oh, her full name contains the characters for migrate self, where somebody and child, which is like, and the female name suffix. So it's kind of like turning, putting on someone else. So okay. her name kind of hints at. It. I, I I always like being able to try to like find what like the pun or like quirk name might be. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Then it cuts away from this shocking reveal, and I guess it's not really, I guess, like, I, I didn't really find it that shocking just because I knew the entire time in the anime, but it still, it was a good moment in the anime, but I don't think it punched as hard. And then we're at Tartarus, all for one is wondering if the new semester has started yet, and I thought you were supposed to devote yourself to teaching, and I had a really silly moment where I thought that All Might was wearing the filler villain outfit. Yeah, because he's he's wearing his actual All Might costume, but he in his skeletal form, it just looks sad. It looks super big, and it's not his it's not his most recent All Might one. It's like the the Golden Age one, right? Oh, I just looked. I didn't really look at the um his outfits first. I just thought, oh, he looks so he looks so sad. It looks so sad, and like they're talking between plastic glass, and like I think. They just want to make things clear. And One for All is so creepy. All white face and, like, no eyes. Just the the uh, just the air mask. And we go to break. I just want to point out, he had, everything else is unknown. They don't even know his height. Like, they have him in prison. They can measure him. They <laughs> 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 can measure him. But for some reason, we know his blood type is B, which is Deku's blood type. No, I looked it up. So De- um, Deku's blood type is O, oh. which is interesting because O is the universal donor. So where they've got um, a drop of his blood, anyone could actually have that drop because he's the universal donor. And then I looked up Hematoga's blood group and we don't know it. Uh, but I'm, I'm guessing hers is probably AB, which is the universal receiver. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. I think B B is the type that Stain could control easier. I think Stain was B. Yeah. So watch, watch out, because Stain's going to get you. <laughs> and that's the break. <laughs> the the only bit I had to add in, so the end of chapter 114 is where Toga is walking off. Um, a hun- Chapter 115 is almost all skipped except for the last few panels of um, All Might and One for All. Yeah, no, All for One, All for One talking. 
And then manga chapter 116 is, and part of 117 is part two, which we'll go through now. Yeah, because he they spent a lot more time with All for One, like talking about like what his current like situation is. So we start off in part two. All for One is complaining that he can't do or know anything in Tartarus, um, and that it's named after the god of the underworld. And he's explaining how well well it's guarded and how heavily he's monitored. But All Might has no interest in joining in his little mm-hmm. pity party. <laughs> However, what is interesting is that when All Might says, you won't be able to get out, All For One responds with, I'll let you think that. So could he be, could he actually have a planned way out? Or does he just want to prevent All Might from being able to fully rest by making him believe that he has a way out? We don't know. Your yeah. guess is the good as ours. I like the lo- sorry, I was going to say, I like the line where he's like, I, even I would have trouble rebelling against a god. And I was like, is that a clue? Because like, does he think of it? Is that like, well, like these quirks are so like weird that they're like the two only ones that like can pass on. So it's like, we, there's so much we don't know about all for one or about all for one. Yeah, but sorry, there's so much we don't know about all for one and like their quirks and stuff. So it's kind of like, I wonder, is there like more to like how they got their quirks? So I was like, it's, also, I just want to say, Tartarus is not the name of the god of the underworld. It's just the dark abyss that was used as a dungeon of torment. It's a prison for the titans. It's the god is like Hades and like Neptune is what he is in r- the Roman Greek. Greek, Greek. Not Roman. no, no, because no, because Greek and no, the Romans took it and kind of had the name. Or no, Pluto was the Roman god of the underworld. And it's the alternative name for the Greek god Hades. So the Greeks kind of at one point took, you know, the Romans took the Greek mythology and kind of used it for a bit. And then they became Christians later. Yeah, because um, anyway. Rome is Italy. All for One then starts on like a shamble of questions because he's bored. Mm-hmm. But um, All Might doesn't want to let him guide the conversation. And he asks him instead where Shigaraki is. But All for One says that he does not know. He also gives no answer to All Might asking what his end goal was. An excuse for that is that he says that All Might wouldn't understand anyway, so why bother? Then, bizarrely, after saying that they were too different for All Might to understand, he then says, ah, but we're the same, you and I. (laughs) And whereas All Might wanted to be the pillar of justice, All for One wanted to be an evil devil king. (laughs) That's so weird. Yeah, I, it reminded me of Bakugo's desired hero name because they're both really childish. What adult yeah. do you know that would describe someone as an evil devil king? <laughs> it is kind of funny because I like didn't really remember that specific thing. So we learned some stuff later on. It's like, oh. Um, All Might then asks why he wanted a successor when he had spent so long trying to live forever. Um, and all for one answers that it's because of All Might endangering him so much that he could see his demise at the end. Everything that he's saying, by the way, is a really big long spiel, and I've just condensed it down because he just he waffles for so long. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you message me, be like, oh, there, I hadn't watched the episode yet. Like, oh, there's so much waffling, and I forgot what waffling was for a second. I was like, there's waffles in it. <laughs> uh, waffling is rambling. <laughs> but it's just kind of it's like he does. He does like he's just like trying to like. He's trying to get a rise out of All Might because he's really, really good at it. But yeah. All Might is managing to keep his cool. So as he's going on his like his next big spiel, they do a really great mesh of their faces reflected into the glass where they're like all for one and All Might's face are be- 
coming one, which I really liked. Because in the manga, it was just they just showed half of each person's face. Like it was a very clever way that they did this. Mm-hmm. Oh, splitting the faces? Yeah, I was like, yeah. When they learnt that All Might only has three minutes left, All for One goes into some sort of, I don't know, like a panic and asks him a lot of questions again. He wants to find out what's going on since All Might's retirement. And when All Might won't give him the answer that he seeks, he then lays out his calculations of what he thinks is happening, which is pretty much spot on. Mm -hmm. Opera music kicks in, like it all of a sudden gets to like, like it gets like intense, like very dramatic. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to, like, this is a musical podcast now. Sorry, I'm going to do opera for the next two hours. I liked oh, it. Yes, it was, it was beautiful. Um, so he's. it turns out that he's right about everyone's concerns of All Might's retirement, as well as their concerns about Endeavour now being the number one hero and the effect of those things, um, the effect of the distrust that's now in the heroes from the general population. He predicts that Shugaraki and company will hide for a little while to wait out and see which villain group takes top. And at the end of all this, he then blames All Might for everything. It makes me kind of like, he, he called his muscular form his like fake form. And it's like, it's not fake. So petty, all for one. I guess what he means by fake is because he was hiding his weaknesses yeah. from everyone. Yeah. And at one point, like, All Might clenches his fist, and it makes me think of Deku clenching his fist earlier, because it's like, it's Deku's start, and it's All Might's end. Um, All Might then jumps up when he's asked about his feelings, and he tells All For One that he believes Shigaraki was only chosen because he's the relative of his teacher, who was Nana, um, and that he he knows that All For One wants Shigaraki to be the one to kill All Might, and probably Izuku as well, but he won't let that happen. And he leaves with a great swoosh of his cape, mm. saying that All for One will just have to sit there and watch as he destroys all his plans. But then we get an ominous laughter from All for One, who says, "Oh, is that right?" Uh, <sighs> and I just, oh, sorry, I just want to say, I, I like want to say all my lines here because it's like, I will not die, I will not let Shigaraki kill me, I cannot be killed, and I was like. I just wrote, like, I love him five times because it was just, like, it was such a cool moment because always, like, I'm I'm immortal, even though like, clearly he's not. But just kind of, like, uh, I just love that. And I'll smash your future to pieces was a very cool line. Yeah, it was really emotive, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And also, I just want to say, all for one's teeth are really creepy. I don't know why. It's just, like, he has nothing else, but he has his mouth and, like, his teeth are weird. They're normal, yeah, it's just like creepy. He's got no eyes, he's just got a mouth. He's just got a mouth. He, and I think like before we saw him, he had the mask over so we couldn't see it. But now it's just like, it's so weird. Are, do you think, are those dentures? Like everything else is erect. Do you think like his teeth are still perfect? Or are those fake? Uh, they're probably dentures, aren't they? Or did he get like a tooth cork so he could have teeth? Oh, what, from he stole moonfishes? <laughs> yeah. Did they catch Moonfish, or did Moonfish get away as well? They caught I think him. They, ca- they caught him. Oh, so he couldn't have, like, long distance taken his quirk. Cut to All Might in the car with Naomasa, his policeman buddy. A little bit about in the manga. So in the manga, they have a little bit of a chit-chat about what had just happened with All for One. And then Naomasa is about to go on and tell All Might about his interview that he did with Stain. But he's interrupted by the triumphant text from Izuku. And we don't get any of that in the anime. I thought it would be interesting if they did, because Stain is in the same prison as um, All for One. 
But people, if you're just an anime watcher, you could easily forget that. I think it's interesting to know that Naomasa is the one doing the interviews with Stain as well. Yeah, I think that I, like, forgot. I think, do we even, I think in the manga, do we get a glimpse of Stain? Um, I think there was one in the anime where, um, there was one in the manga and the anime, I think, where Ulf One is being wheeled in. And um. Stain is just sort of watching him because he's, like, plastered up on the wall. <laughs> I but, didn't know um, when you said plasters, my first thought was drunk. And I was like, why are they letting him in prison? <laughs> he's just so wasted in his cell. He's like, you don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know. And it would be like, I wonder if like if they did a breakout, would he take Stain with him? Like, Stain was like kind of working with a villain organization, but not really. So, I don't know. I wonder if Stain will ever come back. Oh, I think he will. Because, I mean... Not the anime in this episode, but um, if Horikoshi has gone to the trouble of showing us in the manga that they're both in the same place, you've got to think that that's for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it also, I just want to say, it cut out, like, we learned that, if you really care about spoilers, skip this, like, ten seconds, but he can't see either. Like, he, and he's been, he's, like, seeing through, like, ultrasonic rays and, like, the electronics here, like, interfere with it, so he actually, like, can't perceive that much, but he was, like, blind when he fought all night. Um, so All Might gets this happy text from Izuku and gives a cute little smile. Um, we then s- skip back to Izuku and everyone who are celebrating. Well, every- everyone bar two. I just want to have a quick note, because it's only a very small scene. Ochako and Suyu in the corner cooing over Koda's bunny rabbit. Yes! And I also, like, I always forget, Ojiro's tail is, like, so big! It was very cute that Hoda's just like, I got my bug. Did he bring his, are they back at, they're back at the school now. Oh yeah, they're back at the school. I was like, did he bring his bunny to the exam? Oh no, they're in the common room. So he yeah. just brought his bunny downstairs. Oh, it's a good beast dresser bunny. Baku then walks past Izuku and tells him to meet him outside. Later. No specific time. <laughs> exactly. I was like, what time is later me? <laughs> Oh, I wish they'd just put a little quick cutscene of Izuku just sitting outside drinking tea, like tapping his fingers, waiting for it to turn up. <laughs> I just like, I thought later you at like 2 a.m. because like Bakuko goes to bed early, so you just miss him. So we see now that's only a, a quick scene, and then we see the students sleeping quickly. Them, and the only thing I had to note about this is I put it on my Twitter. But Ida looks like he's wearing the same pyjamas as we see Aoyama's pyjamas in the future manga chapters. Uh, I, I just wrote, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. And I, I kind of love, Tokoyami gets an extra like edgelordy thing. He's like, I will never forget this summer for the rest of my life. And it's like, okay, Tokoyami, thanks for letting us know. Yeah, that's not in the manga. And I think that's one of, the, I noted that, but I think that's one of the times when the anime adds things in the characters probably wouldn't do. I can't see his character being a very... Oh, I can't think of the word. Um, yeah, mental. Yeah, yeah, sentimental. Like, Because it didn't even really seem that edgelord. It was kind of like, okay, that sounds like something that like uh, Toru would say or something. Yes. Yeah, I didn't think he would either. I'm, I'm glad you noticed it because I noticed it, but then I was like, oh, it's only a sec- like a small thing. It's such a small nitpick. So I'm glad yeah, you said sorry. the same thing. <laughs> I feel like, oh, that was weird. Um, so then we see Bakugo, who's leading Izuku off. Ignoring his questions, not telling him where they're going. Um, but it turns out that they're going to ground Beta. He then, he goes on a really long spiel again. Like, there's a lot of chat in this episode. Um, he speaks about how he has deduced that Izuku is All Might's quirk and how he worked it all out. 
he goes about it in a really long way with a lot of thrown in insults because, you know, it's back ago. Yeah, he calls him scum. The only bit that he's wrong about, he thinks that all for one gave Izuku All Might's quirk. But I can see, like, you can completely see how he would deduce that. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised Deku didn't, like, oh, they didn't like each other. Why would he give him, why would he use him to give take this quirk? But, like, I think Deku's just kind of in shock. Like, I forgot completely that Deku figured so much out. I just think of, like, the fight that follows, and I was like... Yeah, but it's really like Bakugo figured it out besides like kind of thinking for some reason that like All Might and Deku and the villain were working together. Yeah, because he's been quietly watching for the for like the last um, few months or so. But it does make sense like Quirks moving from person to person is something that like hasn't exist besides this like one case with the bad guy. So it makes sense that he would be like, I'm surprised he didn't like accuse Deku of like stealing it. Or something, but All Might's clearly like likes Deku, so I guess that's why he's like he's he's very he like he is very logical. Like it all makes sense. Like it's very logical steps, and it's nothing like huge leaps of logic. Yeah, definitely. And it just yeah. And um, so Izuku won't give him a yes or no answer. So then he realizes that he must be right, and he's very angry about Izuku rising up from being like a, a pebble to him to being someone that he could fight with and also that his past exam that he failed. And then he challenges him to a fight right there and then. <gasps> End of episode. And it's just kind of, like, silly to me. He's like, oh, let's fight. Because, like, he's like, oh, you passed, but I didn't. And it's not like, it's, it has nothing to do with quirks for why you failed. It's like, the reason Deku passed and you failed is personality. Like, yeah. if you want to be, like, All Might, you can't act like Endeavor and be an ass. And I think this is, like, I think it's good that he, like, realized that. But I think, like, I don't, like, understand why he has to fight him at all. Because it's like, oh, we, like, both want to be, like, All Might. So, like, the winner gets to be that. But it's like, I think it's just mad. I think Bakugo might talk about his actual feelings more in the next episode. Because he he talks about them a little bit more as the fight is going on and a little bit after this about how he feels about things and how he feels that he um, affected All Might mm. in the Camino the Camino incident. Yeah, like, I, I love that because we'll see that next. But, like, some of the stuff I don't like, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about Bakugo. Yeah, he's very clever, but I guess he just... Maybe he hasn't got that adult intelligence to deal with his emotions in a way that isn't violent mm. or maybe he's smart because if these were teenage girls doing it not all teenage girls but i'm gonna say me if actually no <laughs> i can't say me because i did have a fine school <laughs> I... and we stopped halfway to do our hair <laughs> really yes <laughs> what <laughs> i was gonna say if it was girls they would probably just not talk to each other for a long time and play the cold shoulder yeah. and i was gonna use myself but i can't because i had a full-on fist fist fight did you win? Yes. Yay! I think I got in the fight. What, it wasn't even a fight. It was like, you know, like, it was a fight in drama class. It was a fake fight. But then it turned into a real one because we actually hit each other. Oh, that would... A, a drama fight would be the most ridiculous fight to watch. And the teacher did not realize that we were actually hitting each other. Oh. Because it was a girl I did not like. They must but, have been some punches for people to not realize. It was like... It was like slaps oh it wasn't like painful it wasn't like super hard and it was very short but it was kind of just like 
I think one of us accidentally did it, and then the other one did it back, and then it was like, fly! That's funny! <laughs> I don't remember who won. I think after a while we stopped, but it was kind of funny because I didn't like her. Sometimes you just need to fight it out. Yeah, I think that's very much Baku's personality. Like, he talked a bit, and now he... I think, especially for guys, it's harder to express emotion because it's the masculine. they are got to be masculine, like, toxic mix of masculinity and not being able to, like, express yourself. Yeah. But feel. I think, but also, like, you said, like, girls have that, too, where they wouldn't, like, just wouldn't talk to each other. They would, like, avoid the problem. There's either the thing of not addressing the problem, but just, like, fighting each other, or just both knowing there's a problem and, like, ignoring it. Izuku needs a chance to punch him, but like, you told me to kill myself, you bastard. Exactly. You just be like, I just, I always just think you're like, oh, they're childhood friends. It's like, oh, that's cute. But it's like, they stopped being childhood friends at four. That's when Baku <laughs> became his bully. Deku's like, oh, like, uh, Deku thinks of him as his childhood friend, but like, no, he's your childhood bully. That's kind of just like my stance on it. Yeah. But I think they have like a different relationship and like, oh, because like, and their stuff revealed next next episode where it's like oh this is how Bakugo felt about it but I was like cool motive still an ass I've read some like really awesome breakdowns like I think Sai has done some awesome stuff on Tumblr like breaking down Bakugo's thought process on everything and it's like I think it's all right it's just like sometimes like some of it just like doesn't sometimes like for me this doesn't quite hit even though like I know this is right I'm still like part of me is just like being a bit of a curmudgeon about it Wait until the end of the next, um, I think there's only two episodes left of the series, so wait until they've had their fight after and afterwards to, to see how you feel. I'd yeah, because like, I've read this, I've read it in the manga, but like, I read this once, I think. I don't think I reread it at all. So like, a lot of it's still hazy to me, or I kind of just remember like, people get like, people like, calling, calling back to it, so I'm like, I'm interested to see like, how the translation is for this as well. Like, yeah. I think it'll be good. I don't know. How did you like the episode overall? I didn't really like it hugely. Oh. It's my in my least favorite three, with the two other the two um, filler arcs being my least favorite, the oh. two filler episodes, and then this one because there's so much chat in it. I want action or yeah. character development. And it was also very disjointed because it's like, oh, them celebrating winning, and then we get the intense all for one conversation, and then we get the intense. Deku conversation. It feels like it's three different plots in one thing, and they like kind of connect, but like the, it feels like almost the all for one conversation should have been an episode in itself, maybe. And like, because like, I think their conversation kind of like, because like all for one's talking all this stuff, but it's really just empty talk. It's all stuff we already know. It was, there wasn't any huge reveals. I guess so, like, like it's just just showing more of his um, character because he's not he's not like getting all angsty. He's not screaming like "Let me out." He's just trying to lead the conversation still. Yeah, he's trying to get like any tidbit of information he can, and trying to just mess with All Might as much as he can. And All Might, I guess, like All Might is too much. Like I think All Might should know. Like he's not gonna like spill his beans. But I think All Might was also trying to get him to spill stuff because like I think wearing the hero outfit is a good way to piss him off. Even when they're in the car, Naomasa is like, in the manga anyway, he's like, yeah, I didn't think he would get out of him, anything out of him anyway. It's just kind of weird that it's like a closure to a fight that was over a while. It's like a while ago now. It should have happened like right after. Like, why did they wait so long? Yeah, it's explaining why All Might wasn't there at the test. But I feel like if he was at the test, he would have been too much of a distraction. Maybe it was just a reminder that the League of Villains are still, they're still plodding on. Like, they're going to be quiet for a little bit and then they're going to make a big comeback.
I go, ooh, don't forget about Awful One. Yeah. He's still here. Ooh. Oh, okay. Do, um, and do you want to quickly talk about spoilers really quick? Yeah. Okay. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Stop listening if you are anime only. Okay. The chapter 115 that they completely cut out was the story with um Twice. Oh! I forgot when they put that in. That would have that I think maybe that'll be like after the Bakugo fight. They'll put that in? Yeah. Or they'll put it in It probably won't be in this season then. Yeah. It is a it's a strange character bit to just plop in. Plop. Yeah. I like I, I like I kind of forgot about it. I was like where where when was that? It would make more sense to have that like maybe right like during the overhaul thing. And it's him and um, the League of Villains, and he has a com- having him having a conversation with like the the broker of the League of Villains. Like it's kind of a random spot. But I'm trying to think. Like Toga has Deku's blood, but I'm trying. I'm pr- like I'm like almost 100 percent sure that she kind of wastes it. Like she uses it during the overhaul arc really quickly. Disguises Izuku. She directs yeah. the Dragon Lady and the others to the crossroad and tells them like she helps out. And it's like, she can only, like, she has that drop, so it's like she can only use it for a few seconds. You'd think she would use it for, like, something more shocking I, to the story. I think they'll use it for um, research to try and find out if they can manufacture um, <gasps> the quirk. Oh. Also, I've gone back through 115, and this is where we see Overhaul introduced with oh. Twice. So this will be why it's not in, so they'll probably put it right at the end of the se- this series. Ooh. Because we see um, Overhaul for the first time. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Season f- season four will be Overhaul. Yes. I, won- I wonder if they'll maybe they'll end it with like the big three coming in, and then they'll show Overhaul as well. Do yeah. like tease it? Yeah, probably. I'm excited to see Miro. And also, I'm just curious, like for what we know of Toga, like he can, he has she has the transformation quirk, but the ability to erase her presence. Is something that like still it wasn't even it hasn't been brought up since. Like she didn't use it against Ochako during the training arc. People are thinking, people are theorizing that either she um, she's related to Toru mm-hmm. and she can make herself go invisible for a while, or because there was all that rubble and things around, or she's just really stealthy and quick, mm-hmm. and her dexterity is just high, so she can. So he thinks that she just appeared out of nowhere, but she was just and using yeah. the environment to her advantage. Or she, like, detransformed into something else? Yeah, like, maybe. We don't really know enough about how, um, even in the manga, we don't know enough about how, what her limits and things and her four abilities are. Mm-hmm. I, just found it, I found it kind of funny during the anime that she, like, kept the hat for her Kami disguise for some reason. She's, she's wearing her Kami's school uniform, though, isn't she? Oh, true. But, like, sometimes she can do clothes and sometimes she can't. I guess to this time she's like, okay, I will actually wear the clothes. I just like the hat. Yeah. What rating would you give this episode? And out of what rating? I would rate this your polite neighbour that talks too much to you. I'm, like, in between. I didn't hate it, but I didn't, like, really like it. I just really liked the all-night moment, like, near the end with him being like, I will not die. It was really cool. And he kind of already did that, too. Um... I'm going to give it, I have one, two, three, I have like two, I have three living cactuses. I'm going to give it two out of my three cactuses that I can see. Oh, so you quite liked it. It was good. Like, 
I think I was just still like it wasn't a I didn't I wasn't like bored at all. I still like found it pretty interesting. It was mostly just stuff that it's pretty much following what them happened in the manga. It's just kind of like weird. Anyways, now let's transition into our next segment. This is my hero academia. This is manga news and more. Blows ultra. Ooh, my hero academia. Hello and welcome back to episode 13 of the My Hero Academia podcast. We have here with us. Hello, uh, this is, no, it's weird, cause like, this is like my first, like, real, I guess, like, podcast, so it, it'll probably show, but, eh, whatever. Um, I'm the Black Manga Critic. If you are listening, some of you might know who I am, and if you don't, that's totally fine, cause I am not, you know, some huge figure or anything like that. I usually, like, review and live react to manga on, on YouTube, and I would say I have, like, a, I guess, Twitter personality. Like most tweeting about stuff, um, usually manga related, um, oftentimes not manga related. So, you know, it is what it is, but I'm really happy to be here. Um, I think this is going to be a dope, dope podcast and I'm looking forward to talking about my hero because my hero is awesome. We're really excited to have you on. Like I've liked the, it's not anime related, but some of your discussions about like, I know there is one about whether or not you should sit like beside girls if there's open seats or something. Some of the stuff it's like people haven't really thought to talk about before, but it's cool. So we have a few questions for you. So first of all, when did you first hear of My Hero Academia and how did you get into the series? Uh, man, um, I want to say, I can't remember the year. I mean, like the year that it came out, I guess, like that, that was probably the first, um, the first time I like heard of it because usually like, like at that point, I want to say, what was it like 2000 and, maybe 14, 13 or something like that. I can't remember. I can't remember the exact year, but I know that like when it like first, uh, when it first um, began a serial serialization, I, I kind of jumped on that pretty immediately. Um, and it was, it was great. It was, a, it was a cool, like sort of like first chapter. I thought it was interesting. I like the idea of Deku's character. Um, it was cool. I, and I think what like sort of really kind of grab, grab, um, what was really dope was like All Might sort of like the idea of All Might and what and what was going on with him and everything. So I, I, I would say generally I got onto it when it first came out um, and I really liked it and I just kind of kept reading. Oh, wow. Because we've, uh, Kendra was um, into it before me, but we barely, barely knew yeah, like within I, the last few years. I, I caught up during the tournament arc, like right around the Bakugo Ochako fight. Gotcha. Is what I caught up? Yeah. What are your favorite things about it other than um than All Might and Deku? Uh I guess in the beginning, I think what I liked about it was like the pacing is to me phenomenal. I thought that was something that I really enjoyed. And it was it was um uh it it's it's sort of like represented kind of to me like a shift because I think a lot of sort of like the older series, the pacing like the pacing for those series like um, like One Piece, uh, Naruto, Bleach, stuff like that. The pacing was kind of off. Um, it seemed like things would go on for too long, and there were more. Um, there were newer sort of series like uh, Food Wars. I was also I also like got into Food Wars like, like right when it came out, and I loved it from the jump. Um, no pun intended there, but um, <laughs> right and like the pacing for those two series were just like phenomenal. Like I like it. It, it never felt like the chapters would drag on or an arc would drag on or anything like that. So yeah, I think the pacing for me is a big, big pull. 
a more draw. It's a big draw um, for it. And I think the characters are just like, I think some people think they're kind of generic, but I don't, I don't think so. I think it's like, it, one for one, it's easy for me to remember certain characters. Um, you know, as soon as I see them, their designs to me are very distinct. So I, I like the art as well. I think the pacing and the art are very big um, draws for me. And I also just like, uh, kind of like the superheroes sort of aspect of it because I love comics. So, um, you know, I've always kind of been like a comic person and, you know, the fact that like knowing that Hodakoshi is also like a comic person, you know, just kind of another draw for me. So yeah, the art, the pacing, and just kind of like the distinct character designs, I guess, like are big, big pulls for me. Nice. I know it's like, it's such, it's so fast paced a series that sometimes it's like, it's funny to compare it to One Piece. We'll have like, uh, one arc will take like a year or two, but my hero, yeah. my hero in like a few chapters like i think the overhaul was the longest one we've got and even that was like half a year maybe mm-hmm. a year? i'm not sure yeah yeah it was very quick and everyone was like oh this arc's so long for my hero academia but then you compare it to the slog that was dress rosa <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> uh, and uh on to the second question what were some of your like favorite moments or like parts of the manga that like really stuck out to you hmm. i would say i think um some of the ones I think that I love uh, are, like, chapters where Hodokoshi will kind of just take his time with a character. Like, I especially love chapters where we'll kind of learn more about, um, let's say, like, Twice is a, is a, like, there's, like, a distinct chapter. I can't remember the number, but... Maybe 115. Maybe, but yes. <laughs> and, like, that's, like, a phenomenal chapter because... He's at the forefront of that chapter, and All Might and All for One's like be- the beginning of that conversation is like at the end, and we're just like, whoa, like where'd that come from? But like, I love when Hodokoshi like really delves into these characters and gives them like that space um, and that time. And so like a, like gentle, like when he goes into gentle sort of like backstory, and like he takes a lot of time with that. Um, and Deku has to kind of like, uh, you know, grapple with the fact that like gentle is not just some sort of you know, he's not like this, oh, I'm a villain and I have to stop the villain. It's like there is a like nuance to it and there's a complexity to it. And Deku has to kind of grapple with that while he's, you know, um, entrenched in this battle. So I like stuff like that where like Horikoshi will really go into a character like Mirio and that battle with Mirio versus um, uh, Overhaul. That to me is great, not only because like the sort of fight, like the way the fight's drawn is fantastic, but because he... Again, he takes the time to like sort of tell us a, um, a good amount of like who, what, what, um, why Miro is the way that um, that he is, why he makes certain decisions in the way that he does, um, why he's so confident in himself to say like, okay, I'm gonna go and take care of like overhaul on my own. It's not just like, oh, you know, it, like it, it's it's more than just I want to be the hero. It's like I've worked extremely hard and I have confidence in my abil- in my combat abilities, and and it's it, it's. It's really dope stuff. So those are sort of like instances that I really appreciate. And it's kind of nice that like it's such a fast paced series that when it does slow down for a second to give us backstory or kind of like focus on one character, it makes it really hit home because it's like, oh, yeah, like when you stop for a second, it really makes it. I think that's how I'm repeating myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I wonder if that's why people aren't getting hugely agitated about a lot of the classmates in um 1A that we haven't seen any of their backstories or much from because they they trust that when it when we get the reveal it'll be worthwhile waiting for 
Yeah, I'm ready for like somebody the origins for like everybody, even if it'll just be like, oh, I always forget Sugar Man's name. It could be funny. Sato. Sato. I think mm. Sato had a interesting origin. Yeah, um, and I have um, shout out to uh, my friend uh, Orphy, um, who has a great uh, My Hero channel um, on YouTube, and he's very dope. He's just like you know, he's one of those like he's like a fan, like he loves the series, very really knowledgeable about it. Um, and I think he's another one that also sort of like understands that, you know, Hodokoshi will do that. Um, I think there are, you know, there are always instances where Hodokoshi, um, might have like, uh, a chance to sort of like work on, let's say a character. Um, let's say like for me, like, like Ochako, um, I think there are, like she's, she's around, but sometimes I feel like he misses the mark on that. But, but I, but I also think like, I know like, yo, like, he gave um, Aoyama like uh, a great like just like little bit of time, you know, to like like to develop to showcase like okay who he is, what are his fears, you know how why is it like why is he the way that he is, you know. And, and I think like I know that that's coming, you know, because it's happened time and time again, right? We've gotten mm-hmm. Aoyama, we've gotten um, twice, we've gotten um, Mirio, we've gotten those on the um, Sunny Sun Eater, you know, I mean we've gotten these characters, um, Kir- um, um, Kirishima like. We've gotten that. And when we've gotten it, it's been very good. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to more. And it's always like when we're not expecting it, because even like the Todoroki past reveal was something that we didn't really expect. Or at least when I was reading it week to week, it was kind of like, wait, there's like more to him? Because he had like the scar. But I was reading it and I am so like dumb that I like thought it was hair shadow. Like I think it was the scar. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, um, yeah. And I was reading it fast to catch up, and I was like, oh, I didn't really know it. So I was like, wait a second, oh, that's a scar. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's always like, cool to see. You never know who's going to get an interesting backstory next. Yeah, if you lived in the My Hero Academia world, what quirk would you like to have? Oh, that's so hard. I, 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 I want to say I don't know, but I feel like I'd want to have a – like I'd want to have – like a, I'd probably want to have um, – it's it's a tie between the two. Like it's either um, a teleportation quirk, or I'd want to have like Hawks's quirk. Like one of those two. I think um, for me, the teleportation quirk um, idea is like been something I, I've wanted since I was like nine. Like I'm like I, I just want to be able to like wake up in the morning, you know, do what I need to do, get ready for school, and then just like boom, like, be at the school and not have to, like, worry about being late or, like, work or whatever, you know, not have to worry about, like, taking um, public transportation or something, you know, Mm -hmm. so uh, that, um, and yeah, Hawks' like, quirk is just phenomenal because it's not just that he can fly but that he can control the the, um, separate, like, um, feathers, and that to me is, like, dope, and they have, like, a density to them, and it's just really, really cool. It's, like, I mean, to me, like, that's, like, it's, like, a nod of, like, um, uh, like Archangel from uh, the X from the X Men um, comic book series, yeah. and like when like originally like he doesn't have that like ability to like sort of split off the feathers, like he can just fly and it's dope and like you know there's there's some other little things, but the main thing is that he has wings and that he can fly and it's really awesome. But like when he's um transformed um by like Apocalypse into one of like the, his horsemen, like then he has like this ability to like 
scatter like the feathers and stuff like that and it's really really cool and you can like shoot like these kind of like feather bolts or whatever and to me it's like I, like Horikoshi like loves like his comics like, like whenever I see stuff like that I'm like oh he's definitely read like X-Men or something else or whatever that's cool. It's funny you mentioned teleportation because a few days ago I was talking to one of my friends and we were like, I, I was saying that I wish I could teleport teleport to the subway so that way I wouldn't have to try to find it. But it's like, why, why wouldn't you just like teleport to your location? I'm like, no, I want to <laughs> do the subway because I get lost very easily and I can never find it. Your choices are very practical. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite character? Yeah, I mean, right now it's definitely um Kirishima. Like I like it's it's funny because at first I was kind of like okay, like he seems cool and I understand like his like importance in terms of like Bakugo's um character development. But um when I got like when I when I got that battle with, um, between him and um um Rappa and his backstory and everything like that, that's when I was like okay, like I like this guy. Not because um not even necessarily like I mean the backstory's great. Um, but it's because like. His, his, um, like, someone that he really respects is a girl, and I really love that. And I think that's, to me, that's, like, it's different. You know, it's, like, usually, you know, it's not, like, okay, Deku has, like, this, you know, um, uh, guy that's his, um, sort of inspiration, and that makes sense because all these characters have men as their inspiration. But what's interesting to me is that, like, um, Hodokoshi kind of has already done that with All Might, and that All Might's idol is a woman, and to me, that's also, that's really dope. So, like, when I see that happen again, it's like, oh, it's not just like, oh, here's this one-off thing where All Might's um, idol is a woman and, like, you know, a mentor and whatever, or um, inspiration is a woman. And, like, we're not going to see that again. It's like, there's another character who is a, like, who's a boy um, who also has, like, mean, like, Mina, like, to me, is, like, his inspiration. He's like, yo, like, she is amazing. And, like, you know, she kind of, like, pushes me to be, like, better than I am at any given point. To me, that's dope. Um, and I want to see more of that. If I, if you know, if we get more of that, of more like you know, women as like inspirations, like to like heroes and fledging heroes, like that'd be great. Um, I like to see more of that, and that that that's one of the reasons. And I also think this because you know, it's like it's it's like his quirk, like it's something that like it's a, it's not supposed to be particularly great, but he just worked, 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 worked at it. Um, and it became something that was really, really great. And and what's also great is like the way that it's framed. Like he loses that battle, um, essentially. But it, but you, but he, it's not like that. That brings him down. He's like, yes, like this thing affects me, but I'm still gonna keep working. I'm still gonna keep like you know making this quirk stronger and keep working towards being a hero and everything like that. I I really appreciate his character. It's just great. And he's just nice. He's just a good boy, you know. Like, it's not like he's, like, rawr, super, super, super aggressive. Like, we understand why, like, that might be a thing for him and what, you know, how he sort of hides his fear in certain in, in certain ways. But he's, a, like, essentially, like, he's a good, like, he's a good boy. He's a good, kind boy. He puts me in, he makes me think of Kuwabara from Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes, except, like, yes. <laughs> he's kind of like that. Except, like, I don't think he's as, like, dumb as Kuwabara sometimes is. But I, I I love both of them. Like I apparently have a sucker for redheads who have like hearts of gold and just like yellow ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I, you're mentioning the like girl like being inspired by women. It would be kind of cool if we have like one of the characters have like a pro hero that they like. Because mostly all the ones like the past one we've seen, besides obviously like All Might's mentor, we haven't really heard anything about like women 
big pros. So like mm-hmm. that might be cool. Yeah, that's something I really like to see. Um, because I, like, I, I, and I think the thing for me is like, if there's an, if there's a like a mangaka uh, who I feel like just isn't there, um, then I like I, I'm not I'm not expecting it. I mean, I it's not to say I don't want to see it because I'm like, hey, like, yo, do this thing. But I think I feel like Horikoshi can like he has like like there is like like there is a certain awareness. So I think that that's something that can be done because he's done it with All Might, you know, he's done mm-hmm. it with Kirishima. Um, so I feel like that's that's something that. I'd like to see. I'd like to see in this manga in particular because there's like a little bit of a precedence for that. Ooh. I hope it's Miruko. I don't know if I'm oh, pronouncing yeah. her name. Um, the the rabbit hero. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, I would love it if she did have like a really badass, or even like she could be someone that people look up to. Or but it'd be cool if she had like a per- like she had an old 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 like an old buddy lady who like trained her or something so it could kind of be like dragon ball like master roshi but an old bunny i don't know oh she teams <laughs> up with sue oh, the yeah. rabbit and the frog combo yes please <laughs> and that's what like this chapter kind of made me think of that like how she landed such a good hit it made me think of bunny girl because like just having oh just just having the ability of an animal like just like a bunny just like a frog like you can still pack up frog legs could kick too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Do you have any um theories coming up uh, in the series? Any traitor theories or anything else that you're I don't know if I have any traitor theories. I think and and I think the reason um for that is uh I try like like I try generally not to come up with sort of theories because like I like being surprised. I like, you know, not thinking too much about certain things. Like with the trader thing, I want to be surprised. That I want to be like, whoa, you know. Like I want, I don't, I like no. But when it comes to certain things in terms of like, you know, who like sort of like final battles or like near like the end of like story, like end of story battles. Like you know, for me, like one thing I like, I feel like um, uh, if it's not like a one on one with like um, Higanto um, Makia versus um, um, Kirishima. Like, it would be, like, a tag team, like, Hiroshima and um, Mina versus, like, um, Higanto Maki, because, like, that would be something that would be interesting. Um, but, you know, because it's sort of the connection there and um, with the backstory and, and sort of Mina being able to sort of, like, uh, not, you know, like kind of stand up to this, like, person that's supposed to be kind of, like, terrifying or whatever, and Kirishima not sort of being able to in that particular moment, but them kind of coming together to sort of help each other defeat, like, this villain that would be like that to me. Like would be that's the kind of I guess theory that I sort of have. Um, and, you know, and just certain battles that will happen. But I think outside of that, or like you know, like um, certain characters that might lose their quirks, or there might just be like a massive like, um, like I think like a massive just kind of uh, epidemic of like quirks being of being a race. Like I think that's something that's coming. Um, like a big cull. Yeah, I think that's something that's coming. Um. You know, so, so, and, and maybe they won't only be erased, but they'll be like transferred to like either Nomu or, or villains or whatever. Um, so I think that, that, that's a big thing that, that's coming. And I want to see like how like this, like the My Hero like, um, verse like deals with that. Um, but that's about it. Like, like other stuff, I just, I want to, I like to be surprised. I like to be like, wow, that like, I would, I didn't see that coming one because I wasn't thinking too much about it. Um, and also just because like I, I think it's great like like I want to see 
what happens. I want to read. I want to be able to sort of read the story, um, and not like and not do too much thinking. I think sometimes you can do too much thinking, and then you, when you sort of already know, like, oh, this is something that's going to happen. It's like, oh. yeah. I kind of feel like if Kaminari like was the traitor, because people have been theorizing about it so much, I'd be like, oh yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I wanted to kind. Of, I wanted to be really be like a gut punch. I don't want to be like, oh, we figured it out. I wanted to be like a big emotional hit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's fine if, you know, I, I don't, I don't tell people like, don't, you know, don't make theories. Don't like, you know, do, do any of that stuff. I think like, yo, if you, if that's something that you love to do and it's fun, like go for it. Like, it's great. Like, um, but I think for me, like personally, I, I just like, I, I love, like, I love surprises. I love being surprised. Um, especially when I'm just reading stories. Like I, I want to see, you know, what do you got? What do you got? Um, Horikoshi. Mm-hmm. I just like joking about it and like, you look, oh, it's just a clue. But like I, I, I like theories; they're fun. I just like I don't. I try not to be like focus on them too much, but I definitely think they're cool. Yeah. I saw a wonderful theory the other day that the um, the traitor is Coda's bunny rabbit, and it's she's it's actually a person for quote changed into a rabbit, and there's a network <laughs> spot by rabbits, and ah! she's feeding the information back to Mirako. <laughs> <laughs> ah! ah! That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't have the bunny during USJ. Or did he? Was the bunny just roaming around the grounds? No one would suspect a bunny just roaming around the grounds. How did he get the bunny? (laughs) It's going to be like a Harry Potter stabber pure pedigree situation. Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, I I want this so badly. I also like, um, I think Caleb's been putting, the translator's putting forward the theory that Toru is, because like there's cases of her like, not being in chapters when she should be, like when they did the voting for who should be class president, she wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't. It's interesting, but I'm kind of like, who knows at this point? It could really. We don't. We don't have enough information at this point. But I, I love. I love crackpot theories. I think. I think our best one for crackpot is the eat as a robot <laughs> <laughs> and being controlled by someone. Oh no, poor Eda. And uh, we're just wondering, do you have a favorite fight? that you've had you've seen the series yeah i it it, it changes i mean because i think right now um this uh this chapter is like like this sort of ongoing battle is like phenomenal um i like like if i had to be perfectly honest like it it would it would be it would be in my um it'd be in my top five but um, if i have a favorite um gotta be it's gotta be um uh Kirishima versus Rapa. like to me that's my favorite because it's it it's so it just on the surface it seems kind of basic it's just like here's a fist fight you know but one thing I've sort of said in the past is um you, you know it's not like the surface is like you know that's cool and like focusing on that's cool and everything but like when a battle or a fight is done extremely well it's like what like, what is that surface, like, doing for, like, the stuff underneath? Like, how does it reveal that in a really interesting way? Um, and I feel like the, the backstory, everything that it sort of connects to, Kirishima sort of, like, you know, um, putting on a sort of, like, mask or shell, as it were, like, to hide, like, his own feelings um, of inadequacy and everything. And, like, him fighting this person that is, like, just, like, the complete opposite in some ways but in some ways not really because like rock like rock is just like i love battle i want to fight but at the same time like 
he's clearly lost to overhaul like a bunch of times and he's i think in his own way he's also trying to deal with like um his own kind of like uh what's the word i'm looking for um roadblock i guess like he wants to beat overhaul like he's like i haven't been able to beat this guy like this guy is ridiculous every time i try to face him he ends me and then he brings me back and it's just there's a lot there like i think it just seems very simple like some people might be like oh you know this person um um overhaul just like uh beats this person and then like beats him again and beats him again but it's like no like this person is like literally like dying and then like um overhaul brings this person back it's just like it says there's just so and we understand that robert has like so much pride i think as, as a as a fighter so for for him to just like lose and like to die and then like to like consistently like um come back um because of the person that beat you it's just like there's so much there so i think there's a lot that kind of goes on in terms of the clash between rapa and kirishima and what they're dealing with um and it's just it's just it's deeper than like it seems like it just might seem like okay here are these splits clashing but it's just so much like deeper and then there's this person on the side who is just like <laughs> like just really in the way in a lot of ways um I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot there, and I think that's why it's my favorite. It's my favorite battle, and also because um, um, Kirishima, um, Kirishima loses. I think that's why it's like my favorite. Like he loses, um, and it's very clear that he loses. Um, but it sort of continues on, and there's a lot there with um, Robert. Just like I need, like I need to fight you again. Like yeah, I beat you, but like I need to fight you again. You know, I need to fight you again. Like even though I won, like it's really <laughs> interesting. You know, I really love it. It's kind of like the building the friendship through fighting is that like Hiroshima is able to do that and that like it's not like the like oh we're rivals more like they do like I want to beat you again but it's more like he earns his respect yeah uh, of this like terrifying man. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. It's just awesome. It's just like a really really well done um battle and I think like. Sometimes, like, a battle like that could just be dragged on, but it's not. Like, it, it doesn't last very long. Um, it's like a few chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it's, when it's done, you know, it, it, it's done. You know, it's done, but it, but, but, like, it's done and you know, like, the outcome of the battle is very clear. But I just love that, like, um, the battle, so, like, the battle ends, but, like, the sort of, um, effects of the battle, like, continue on into, like the story, um, and what's going on with Kiri, with, with Kirishima and the fact that he's just like out, he's just like out cold, you know, and he, he's done, like he's just gotten beaten. And Rob is just like, yo, I gotta make sure this person's okay so I can fight them again and everything like that. And like it just continues, it continues on. It's like mm-hmm. there's the battle and then there's after the battle. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're making me want to reread the overhaul arc. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh yeah, because that's one I've only read like once. I sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say I wouldn't be surprised if when the anime comes out, Kirishima goes like right into the top three most popular characters. Please. Oh yeah, he should be like number three or like two or three in the popularity poll, whatever the next one is. Oh, the next one's um, coming out imminently. Oh yeah, I, I think I think I voted for Kirishima. Okay. Yay. <laughs> I like I if you say like top three or like top five, I will be like I'll be so happy. Oh yeah, definitely. But uh, I don't know. I feel like both of those might still win it. But yeah, probably. <laughs> oh well, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but Kirishima will rise again next time. Everyone, we have to vote for the best boy. <laughs> yes, yes. 
We need to like start a red riot movement. A red riot movement. Yes, I will be a red riot fangirl and make people vote for him so that he can win uh, an important prize. Yay. Of nothing. Okay. Anyways, let's move on to the manga. This is my hero This is manga chapter number 197 entitled Quadratic Quirk Stravaganza. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> so we see this. Quadratic Quirk. Oh, that must have been horrible to translate. What does quadratic no, yeah. even mean? Oh, because quadratic's like a formula thing. Yeah, like, uh, qu- is it like quadratic? Is it like quadratic? I don't know. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta think about that. That's interesting. Hmm. So we start seeing the see- uh, students watching on the screen. They're saying they've got, from last week, saying, we've got three Asuris heading forth. And saying, like, oh, is he losing it? The girl's not ectoplasm. There's only one Asui. They've got a little close-up of Shinso. And Mineta is having a, a clever moment, whispering to Izuku, saying, Psst, Midoriya, do you think it's that? And he agrees, yep, it has to be. We heard about it, but never saw it in action. I can jump really high and stick to walls. My tongue can stretch, and I can secrete a poisonous fluid. It really just stings a little, though. So this is back in the um, USJ on the boat, isn't it, when she was telling them all about her quirk. Yeah. And this must be, Mineta is covering, he's covering the side talking to Deku. If he's trying to whisper to him, he should be like, Whispered the other way. I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, what? What's in his hair? Oh yeah, what is that? Um, isn't that from where he created that um that line that Kendra's called the anal beads, where he oh, can just take yeah. the balls off and throw at people? <laughs> I think that might be the start of his anal beads. <laughs> oh, when oh, he makes like the, the, the string of it. <laughs> yeah, but it, it does kind of make him look like a Pokemon. It looks very, it looks more grapey than normal because he actually has like the grape stem. Is he balding? Is he gonna be like from bald, um, Bulbasaur to Ivysaur? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if that's the right order. <laughs> no, that's right order. Right, right. <laughs> the last one. Uh-huh. And okay. Suzuki carries on saying she must have coated the other two with it, masking their sense. Even if we. Almost forgot about it. There's no way Class B would expect it. Even Trishida's heightened senses, we would assume that he's always got a lock on to their position. And we can see her running along with the sound effects of Froppy. <laughs> She's got her own sound effects now. She deserves them. <laughs> um, and as Shinso and Kaminari are running along, they're saying, now we need to exploit that. He'll be smelling three Suyus. As long as we're out of sight, he won't know who's who. Seems like he hasn't noticed my target yet either. Not seeing any weird moves. The real issue is where the other two are. Let's take down Sushinda first and worry about them later. His nose and strength are bad news for us. By the way, are you doing okay, Suyu? He walloped you good. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that much last episode. He, last chapter, he really threw her far. <laughs> she says, I managed to take that hit, but 
I can't go toe to toe with him. And then we cut forward to um, Vine on the next page saying, I swear on my name, Vine, that the schemers will be judged. And she's using a move called Via Dolorosa. Oh, it's a street in Jerusalem that apparently Jesus walked along to the crucifixion. I did see ah. <laughs> Interesting. Very cool. Their positions now, O oh, Apocalypse Beast. <laughs> <laughs> he says that at 10, 12 and 2 o'clock, fanning out, they're on the ground, closing in on us fast. And could you not call me that name? It's Javudian. So um, on Caleb the Translator, he put on Twitter that Javudian is a village in the south of France in the 18th century. was famous for having a lot of um, wild beast attacks. So this oh, is a wow. very niche name he's gone for for himself. And I like, I just noticed there's a moon in it. Cause I think that Djibouti attack was like where kind of the werewolf mythology came from, I think. I'll send you a post about that online. Ah, very cool. Mm-hmm. It's really rude that she just calls him O Apocalypse Beast. I, when, yeah, I was, yeah. when I was first reading, I was thinking like, just like how we've been calling him Beast usually because we forgot his name. So it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. just doing the same. I thought she forgot his name at first. <laughs> and like I was like, wait, is his real name Javudian? They're like, no, wait, okay, his name's like else is his hero name. Um, and we see uh, the other gentleman who's his. I can't remember his name, but I know that his quirk is the scales. He's saying closing in. They must have our locations. None of them have a quirk that can search, right? Hey, a pocket beast. No one using his actual name. Ah, <laughs> uh, and we learn he's Dragon Shroud, and it's written out in. Is that probably Japanese? Um, or is he's he Chinese, isn't he? Yeah. Probably Chinese. Ah, yeah. Look, yeah, it might be, yeah. Hey, hey, something stuck to you. Hmm? Isn't that one of Kaminari's captured one? Uh, so, uh, I'm, like, okay, so I'm terrible. I'll, I'll go with Vine, because Vine is very, like, easy. It's easy to remember. Um, it's very apt. Uh, so I'll go with Vine. So Vine says, a like, captured one. Um, I shall drag them forth. And we just get another panel that's really, really great. I love, like, Vine's aesthetic. It's phenomenal. I love it. Love it, love it. Um, we don't know exactly who's going to show up, which is really, really cool. And already, like, this is, like, pretty, pretty dope. Like, I, I don't I don't know either. Um, get back, um, Shishida, just in case it's Kaminari. <laughs> and, of course, like, it is, it is, <laughs> it is Kaminari. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Let me tell you what you won. Since you're all together, you get a three-way zapping. <laughs> <laughs> you win a free car. I didn't realize he was clever enough to be this funny. <laughs> it's like, huh? And like, he's trying to be super funny, but now he's like being wrapped, um, being wrapped up in like these vines, and and it says crucifixion. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Uh, and it's really cool. There's like this whole, um, it says face shield. So she's wrapping him. She's trying to wrap uh, um, Kaminari up in all of these like vines, but she's also, I guess, like trying to protect herself um, with uh, with a sort of vine shield. And there's like this really neat, um, where, like I really like the panel work there, where you kind of see her serious like stare, where like that sort of like juxtaposed with Kaminari's just kind of like you know comical like humorous kind of like stuff that he's doing there with the game show host thing. Um, really dope. Really dope. The art's amazing. Like, like vine, like the curve of the face shield is like my favorite part. Yeah. 
It must have been so difficult to draw all those vines, even if it wasn't Horikoshi that did it, he, even if it was mostly the um, his assistants. I mean, that, look at all the detail on that. There's not just all the vines going into all the, um, the pipes and things, but all the bricks and everything's drawn. Mm-hmm. I think I saw online someone saying that, like, that's why she's not in Class A, because Horikoshi didn't want to draw the vines. I don't know if that's official or not, though. I don't know if that's, like, from something. Oh, I'd believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of reminds me of like, um, I mean, maybe I'll talk about it later. I'll talk about it later, but I'll keep reading. But, um, the layered vines should seal off his, dis- his discharge. If necessary, my shield can endure the hit. A flawless counter. And then Kamen Artist, are you sure about that? Um, and then we see like this, again, really, really awesome panel work. He's like, I just gotta be within 10 meters of the target for my bolt to make a beeline um, to it. Wow, so there's like a bunch of things kind of going on here. Um, and then the uh, the individual with like the dragon trap and the scales, like the scales attack, um, they're just kind of like shooting scales right now. Uh, and then and it's like, and then I think Kaminari shoots like a bolt towards, can't make it up, but I guess towards the beast, um, the beast guy and like what the, the I guess the tracker that was on him. Um, I think he's he's charging the electricity to the tracker, but just as the electricity hits the tracker, the tracker's being pushed off of beast by the scales. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. And then it's like, and then it's like, huh? And then um, the dragon scales guy. Okay, okay. Um, Hiryu. All right, so then Hiryu Rin. All right, and this is a close one. And then um, Hiryu Rin. So whenever you get like a quirk like panel. It's a quirk, scales. He can grow tough scales all over his body to launch as projectiles or use his armor, which is really cool. Ooh, very versatile. Uh, more coming. Get those vines back up. Very well. Their positions, please, Sushi. Huh? <laughs> and then Hiryu is like, hey. And and then it's like, and then, and then I guess we'll find out what happens next. But yeah. really, really great stuff so far. Yeah. I, I just realized, like, can Hiro... Can Rin see? He has that mask. He has that like the writing, like the seal over his face. So like, can he? Like, what can he yeah. see exactly? It, <laughs> it kind of. I don't know. I hope so. It it kind of reminds me of um if you've ever read uh sh- um or watched Shaman King, oh. um it, it like there's like a character um uh like like I mean you know like you knew like the sort of general premise of Shaman King. Like, in terms of, like, the abilities and stuff. Like, okay, so, like, in Shaman can basically, the, like, you sort of, like, you if you're, like, a Shaman, you can kind of um, uh, become sort of one with, like, spirits or ghosts or whatever um, to, like, either do battle or do, you know, various things. But because it's a battle show and it's, like, battle. So, like, this character looks like one of the, um, like, a character, like, in Shaman King, like, early on in the series. It, 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 I don't know if it's a nod to that, or it might just be a nod to like a general, like, I don't know, Chinese myth or something like that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But it looks, but it's cool. I've heard people say that he looks like a vampire or something, like a Chinese vampire. Is oh, it a vampire in the. It, in Shaman King, it's like a zombie. Oh. Um, so, so kind of close enough. So kind of close. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder where his eyes are. If he's supposed to be similar to a, um, a reptile, if, I wonder if his eyes are more to the side of his face, and if that on the front oh. of the visor is to to change his view slightly. Because his hat is, like, below his forehead, 
So maybe his eyes, his eyes are co- aren't covered, but the the writing thing is covering his nose. So maybe his eyes are. It's a visor. It's a. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm really silly. He's wearing a visor over his eyes, and then the thing's covering his nose. I thought it was covering his eyes. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I mean, and, I don't know. And Rin goes, that wasn't me talking just now. And Shinso's kind of hiding it in the corner, adjusting his thing again. He has, to, he has to use both hands to do it, too. So that must be kind of cumbersome. But he, like, can't, like, do that in the air, really. Because he, like, can't fight and change vocal cords at the same time. Yikes, look out. All the vines are coming from... Oh, wait, I think this... Kaminari, sorry, saying. Yikes, look out. All the vines coming from Shishida's location. They must be together. So I like that they... He's kind of like deducing stuff because I actually didn't know where anyone was besides Beast Guy. And if we get caught, it's over. Do we retreat? Oh, this is a flashback. Oh, sorry. And wait, I got a nasty plan. How about I get myself caught on purpose? And he gets to be smart. And they're wary of me. And I'm the last one they want, right? Plus, during the sports festival, she had to use a whole ton of vines to block my shocks. If I charge in there as a mark, she'll have fewer vines to search for you guys with, yeah, to search with you guys with. And that's when you two sneak up from behind and, and we kind of get Shinso kind of thinking about like, it's not that I was making light of him, but he didn't really realize, he kind of might have maybe brushed him off as just kind of being like, not the brightest, but they're sure showing me how much experience they have. Dragon Shroud saying, too echoey in this place. Can't tell where the voice is coming from. Shishida, you got a lock on them? And he's just kind of like frantically pointing instead of responding because he's so paranoid. He's like, pointing? Just tell me, man. You're getting too paranoid. Is one of them over there or what? Sorry. <laughs> Can you edit up the phone? <laughs> it's one of them. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's one of, is one of them over there or what? Hey, talk to me. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I know it's safer when we can see each other's lips flapping, but. And now he's trying to shoot out his things like, oh, I better snap Shazaki out of it. But she gets looped, uh, oh, looped away by some tent or tongue. She's managed to like throw her over. Asui has managed to throw her over. She's kind of uncamouflaged. There we go. Whoop. She can't get hit by her scale bullets over there. She doesn't really know the range, though, so I don't know. He's appreciating, like, oh, she's got some slick moves after all. And just kind of, he's like, brah, 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 brah. Imagine that's like the sound of a machine gun or something. And she fades away and hides. And he tries to yell, like, Shishida, Asui's hiding. Forget Shinso, give me Asui's position. And he still won't answer. And he's like, ugh, so much for communication. And then an amazing hit from the side. Like, you can feel the weight behind it. There's just a huge thump. And then we cut back to... Uh, Apocabeast, who says, tracking those scents told me the real Asui is back there, which means the one over here is Shinsui. You were yapping about how far behind you are, but my my, isn't that for a surprise? And as he busts in, we see that he's already been hit on the head by some pipes. He's saying, you're already an impressive friend. Mm-hmm. Shinsui's pulling his, what do we call them? Uh, pulling oh, the bind, um, yeah, the binding pulling, cloth. Yeah. He's pulling his binding cloth. And pushing the pipe further down onto Beast's head. And he's saying, Eraser Heads, trademark, binding cough, slam. Mm. And it's really come down heavy on him now. And it, it looks like it's come down so heavy, all his hair has gone right up into spikes. 
However, not enough to take down most villains. Down Apocalypse in, in comes Scales. No, I won't be brainwashed again. One on one, you don't stand a chance. Hmm? Apocalypse. But then Scales wasn't coming out to help him. He flew into him and knocked off his sunglasses. Oh, no. Oh, I hope they're insured. And Sue comes in saying, pardon me. And then we go back to Minette saying, man, Shinso's one tough customer. He's definitely no handicap. He's Kugri saying, Asui and Kaminari fought on their feet and made good use of Shinso's abilities. Wow. Once they sorted out the situation, his presence alone let them control the battlefield. And then we see them taking, um, they're using Vine to take um, Beast and Scales, wrap them up and take them in to be captured. And she's just walking along. Kind of similar to Kaminari when he's in his stupid stance, just not knowing what's going on. <laughs> um, and so he's saying, lagging behind us? Not at all. You're quite powerful, Shinso. He says, no, I have ways to go. Relying on others isn't good enough. I need to go pro on my strength alone. And where it says, grr, match one goes to class A and Shinso. At first I thought that was Nezo's cutout, <laughs> but no, that must be, um, <laughs> that's Vlad King. Uh, but he is and, unhappy that they won. And I just realized something kind of funny is that I think Scales is double wrapped. I think he has uh, Shinsui's like binding cloth, and Asui also has it wrapped with her tongue. Because something's coming out of Asui as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I also find it funny that it's very important that we see Shinsu's hair. The bubble can't be filled in. We have to see his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I wonder what Sue's thinking, because she pulls that pose when she's thinking about something, doesn't she? Mm. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm wondering, like, what is it? Like, I think you kind of have to accept help from others as well. Like, if you, you can't do everything by yourself. So maybe she's realizing that that might be a problem. Yeah. Because um, she's, she's, like, very aware of, like, people. She's good. I don't know. She's a good leader. And, like, she's a good mood setter, too, that she always keeps calm. What did we all think of the chapter? Manga Critic, do you want to go first? Sure, sure. I I really, really like this chapter. Um, like, I really like this chapter. And I think sometimes chapters like these um, aren't, like, might not even be, like, loved, like, nearly as much um, by, like, by, like, fans of the series or people that just, like, that read the series. Um, uh, you know, every other... I don't know, I don't know, month or something like that or whatever. But I think, I think Suyu got so much time to shine in like the best way because it wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just, oh, like Suyu's smart. She's going to come up with the plan. She's going to come up with like the entire um, plan and do everything. And um, I remember I was in a stream with um, Rogers Base and we were talking about like, you know, it, 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 the title was like My Hero versus One Piece, but really we were just kind of talking about like the strengths of um, both series. And I watched that. I watched yeah. Mm -hmm. And there was one, there was one guy who just sort of like said, oh, well, you know, Suyu, Su like, Suyu just kind of like, you know, oh, well, here's Suyu. She's setting up the plan and blah, blah, blah. And like, that's like really like basic or whatever. And I'm like, no, because it's not just that like Suyu sort of setting up the plan. It's that you can set up the plan and like not really be great at like teamwork. Like, but she's great at communicating and knowing the strengths of people and in, in, in a good way, like helping them develop as well. 
Like it's not just oh here's this plan let's follow the plan. It's like oh here's um Shinso has these issues with like working together and like um his is very inexperienced so we're gonna make still make him feel like he's involved um and help him sort of like figure his own sort of way um as a he figure out his own sort of like I guess identity as a hero um and figure out teamwork. Um, but we're also going to like make sure that, you know, the plan works out and that we win. Um, she was just phenomenal. She's just like really thinking on like, she's just on all, like just like on all cylinders and like, and, and even like Kaminari, like she even like makes like, you know, Kaminari, like Kaminari, and I mean, it's not that she makes Kaminari look great, but it's that she allows them to like showcase how great they are actually, you know, and I think that's different. It's different from like using two people as tools Right, as opposed to I'm gonna like let you grow and like sh- like let you showcase what you've actually got, while also like showing that I'm like a badass and I'm awesome too. Yeah, so. and like she was, she was a key part of the plan too. It wasn't like she was just like having everyone do stuff for her. She like yeah. landed several of the key, like the key hits really, because she like threw uh, scales into Beast, and like she's the one who pulled away Vine so she can get. Awaken. So really, she had all the key moments during this fight, really. Mm-hmm. Well, Cam- sorry, sorry, Sophia. Go. I was just going to say that Kaminari really helped with the plan as well, and he was surprisingly intelligent. Yeah, really. <laughs> I guess like, it's nice that they finally had him doing something without him, like, going into his, like, idiot mode, as well as, like, he, his, even his plan of just, like, Doing the focus app didn't work, but it still like did work because they were able to like throw them off, mm-hmm. and like they panicked basically. Yeah, yeah, and I like I think, and that's one of the reasons why I think this is like such a great battle, and why I'm like expecting a lot from the other battles um, between class A and um, class A and B, um, class one A and class one B. But like, it just everything like flowed in a wonderful way. Like, it wasn't just, oh, like, we're going to, you know, go from uh, what's, like, this part of, you know, these two people battling, and then we're just kind of, like, kind of jump cut to this part of the battle, and then we're going to jump cut to this part of the battle. It was, like, there was, like, a real sort of flow, and, like, when something happened, it um, naturally moved uh, into, like, something else that was kind of, like, happening. I, I really like that. Like, everything sort of, like, came together in a certain, in, a, in an organic way. Um, and to me, that's hard. That's hard to do when you have like so many sort of characters um, um, engaged in, in, in a, a single battle. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you can do that, like Horikoshi is done here, it's it, it just works out beautifully. And everyone has like again, like everyone has their time to shine. It's really dope. Kaminari gets development. Um, Suyu gets like amazing development. Even like um, uh, I kind of like I, I kind of like calling him Beast Boy. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of gets development, you know. Yeah, you know, like, and like, they're all like really like. I love, love, love this battle. I thought it was a great battle, mm-hmm. and it's not, and it, and and like the, and it doesn't have to be about like, oh, you know, um, it's an end of the, like, it's an end of the world, or um, this is an extremely important battle because this will decide, you know, um the trajectory of the series or, you know what I mean? It's like, this is like, it's an awesome, awesome battle, but the stakes aren't like 
incredibly high or anything like that. You can really just kind of like enjoy this battle. Uh, and to know that there are going to be so many more of them, that to me is like great. Mm-hmm. And we like to give random, like, uh, rate, like rating the episode, but not like one out of 10, but like just kind of doing like a whatever you want to rate, rate it out of. Oh yeah. I mean, to me, this is like, this is like a 10 chapter. Um, like the art is phenomenal. Uh, the characters get really, really great, like just like great development. We get to see all of them do particular things and like take certain actions. Um, and we kind of get a better idea of how they would, um, act as heroes or like act as heroes. Um, even though like, you know, there's like one hero side and one villain side, but like we get an idea of how they would act as heroes and how they would respond. Um, and what I love is that like they, like with when it comes to Suyu and Kaminari and like that team, like they know, like they know which they know they know a little bit about Shinzo's abilities, right? That's true, but like they take like these sort of like adjustments that he's made on his own, um, you know, with help and stuff, and quickly like develop like a plan like together to figure out like okay, like this is how we're gonna like capture like you know um, the class like Class B like very quickly, like this is all happening. To me, pretty quickly. It's not taking like eight hours or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like minutes, I think. And I think like I think the whole fight was three chapters. Maybe yeah. Four? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. The first one, it didn't cover the whole thing, did it? No. Mm. What did you yes. think, Kendra? Um, I really liked it. Like, I loved being able to see everyone. Like, it's cool to see the other characters who we like. We know. I know we've seen a lot of Sue. And like Kaminari, but it's nice that like Kirishima, even though I like I love him, he got kind of taken out. So that way, the focus can really be on these people who we know, but they can really shine. And they're working with this new guy who we've only really seen as like an obstacle for Deku. So now it's kind of him interacting with other people and being like an actual character. And how his quirk can kind of change, like the battlefield with communication can basically be wrecked if people like panic and aren't listening to each other. I guess like. I'm just kind of sad the fight's over because I started to enjoy it so much and now like we're not going to get to see these people fight with each other again. We're going to have to wait like for all the other fights before we see Shinso in the last one against Deku and then he's going to be like he's going to have to bond to those people again so maybe he won't be at like as his peak condition then working with the people. Mm. But I really like I really I really really enjoyed the chapter. I'm going to give it uh I'm trying to think of something frog like related. Um, I'm gonna give it, uh, cause, yeah, that's okay. Two, two frog kicks out of two. So I just ran away. <laughs> I thought, I, I, like, I really, really love the chapter. And I'm so glad that, like, we really, really got a chance to shine. Like, and everyone else, like, else got cool moments, but I just love that she actually really did get the finishing move, actually. Like, you just like, oh, she, she, threw a guy into another guy. At first, I thought it was that the kick went on for so long that he flew, but I think she kicked him and then she chucked him. It was fun. Mm-hmm. What you said about Izuku having to wait to see his fight at the end, I'm interested because he's got his notebook out, so he's taking notes and everything, so I wonder what notes he'll take from the other fights that we'll see coming up and how, if he'll use them and if he'll implement them in his team's, in his team's scenario. I wonder if they'll use like rotating code names or something, because I think 
uh, the beast guy kind of realizes, like, oh, wait, he's calling me a pocket beast, and uh, Shinso wouldn't know that, but he realizes it too late. So I wonder if Deku might do that, or if they'll, like, communicate via hand signs mostly, or there's, there's going to be some kind of shenanigans, but I feel like Deku has to get mind-webbed at some point, just so we can see what that causes of destiny to do. I really liked it. I think this chapter will be one that will be better um, when you read it through in a volume. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, I liked it on its own, but because it doesn't have that um, that cliffhanger at the end and it's just kind of the the wrap-up of the fight, I think when you read it all through, it'll really add to it more than, you know, one of the chapters that you stand out and remember in your mind. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because, like, the other two chapters are kind of building up to this because we get, like, the starting, then we get, oh, no, they're losing. But now, oh, wait, no, they're good again. But it's still, like, I think we'll look back and be like, okay, that was, like, a really good fight. It might not be this chapter that stands out, but I think it like, learning the scopes of his power and, like, Asui's evolution and, like, leading and kind of, like, coming up with plan. And everyone's, like, ability to plan and do stuff, like, spur of the moment is going to be important later. Somehow. Hmm. Agreed. Uh, do you have any silly rankings? <laughs> um, five tadpoles out of five. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So oh. I think that's the end of our manga review. And um, so, manga critic, where can we find you? Um, you can you can always find me on Twitter at um. At the Manga Scholar, you can always find me there. Um, on YouTube, uh, just type in Black Manga Critic, and like my videos will pop up. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what you, can, you can always find me on YouTube. You can always find me on Twitter. Um, if you need to, you know, my information will like usually be in uh, the description box, like under like my videos. Like if you want to like send me an email or something like that. Um, or if you want to follow me on Twitter or anything like that, like feel free to look there. Um, yeah, yeah. You seem to be on everyone's streams at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I try to. I like. I think one thing that's um, that I do try to do is like you know, I, like I love being on my own channel because you know there are things that I can um, talk about and say that um, oftentimes like don't necessarily get brought up on other um, channels. And I, I, that I'd like to see, I like to see more of. Um, so I always try to make sure that like I'm kind of like a voice in there, in other places, in other spaces. Um, so if there are like certain um, topics that aren't brought up, like hey, like what's going on with, uh, you know, like what's going on with like the woman in my hero, um, or other manga, like not just my hero, but like other manga, like One Piece, um, stuff like that. You know, to just make sure that I bring that up and like um, not let. Uh, like guys get away with kind of like ignoring things or letting things mm-hmm. slide or whatever. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think it, I think it's important not only to like you know have your own space and like make sure that space is you know um, makes people feel welcome, but to go into other spaces like if you can um, and make sure that you know change happens. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's really good. I I love watching your videos and like kind of I get to see like different viewpoints on stuff sometimes. Cool. 
and everything's very passionate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like I think that's one of the, like you know people people need to see that like you're passionate, especially if you're mm-hmm. um like doing like if you if you're on like YouTube and you're a YouTuber like you it, it helps. You know, Ooh. it's one of the things like if people like. You know, if you're just kind of like, hey, so this was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not gonna, like, like, let, like, it's not gonna come <laughs> convince anyone of, like, whatever yeah. it is that you're talking about, let alone, like, you know, um, convincing them to come back, you know, to view, yeah. like, other stuff that you've done. So, you know, and, and you should be passionate about, like, stuff that you're, yeah. like, talking about. Yeah. You know, otherwise, thought, like, no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I thought, or no, you keep going. You were talking. No, no, no. I'm okay. Oh, I was just kind of funny that I got it, like, one of my, the first internet fight in a while was some of one of your chats because you're talking about Endeavor, and I was like, "No, this is what it is." And I was like, "This is making it was just funny." <laughs> uh, that was that was interesting. Oh man, uh, I'm still I'm still getting like you know um, comments like you know I'm, I still get like, like the little like remark like oh yeah you know you know BMC has this view about Endeavor and he doesn't like Endeavor and blah 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 and I'm like I I don't I don't like Endeavor as as a as a person like as a mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't, I don't, but, um, you know, I, I, but I do understand that, like, in terms of his construction and, like, what's going on and certain types of development and his interaction with, the, and his interactions with, with other characters, I, I totally get, like, why that's, like, good work on, um, Hodokoshi's part. I see yeah. that, but, like, when it comes to, like, how I feel about, like, abusers, like, that, yeah. that ain't changing, you know, yeah. like, yeah, that, that, that's how I feel, you know, yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> it's, good to stand, it's good to stand firm. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. But I think it'll be interesting to see if he ever comes back or what Horikoshi really plans on doing, but yada yada. <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that could be, we should have like a whole Endeavor podcast, really, because like, there's oh, yeah. a lot to unpack about him. <laughs> I really like when people talk about subjects that they're passionate about, but they talk about it as a debate. So like, you know, sometimes when people feel very strongly about something, they won't listen to other people's opinions i feel like you do very well at listen at looking at all the different angles to formulate it and then if someone gives you like say, says their opinion you won't di- dismiss it which is really refreshing on the internet <laughs> <laughs> no yeah because i because th- i think you know you like you're always like you're always learning and like like i think sometimes when people say that um it sort of rings hollow because like they're learning the stuff that like that they feel like um they don't like they just they need to know as opposed to like actually like s- seeing like other perspectives and mm-hmm. having a better understanding about how you feel about those things um based on like what's out there so like for me like it's not enough to be like okay i'm going to watch like you know uh 80 videos on you know people that have the same viewpoints as me cuz that that that's just like okay like i like i i know how i feel um <laughs> i don't need like 80 videos telling me like yes like this is that this this is how i feel as well like no like mm-hmm. i always like i'm always like you know sort of making sure i go to like other channels and seeing these other perspectives even though i might come out of that and say oh no no i don't like mm-hmm. you know it, it it either reinforces like um how i um feel about certain things or it allows me to sort of have more like a more nuanced opinion about something you know, so I think that's like nuance is important because whenever people uh, come at you about like opinions that they think aren't like based in fact or whatever or statistics or whatever, like you 
you have to know, like, hey, like, yes, I, I've seen this side and I've read about the stuff on this side and I've, like, looked at that stuff. And I still believe, like, based on that, that, like, I am right to believe in what I believe in. And here's, like, here's why, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, yeah. Cool. Like, it's a good policy. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and where can they follow us, uh, Sophie? Oh, we are everywhere. <laughs> um, we're on Twitter at MHAPod. We also have a website that we're very proud of. <laughs> MHA. Huh? I'll say check it out, check it out, check it out. I was being the hype woman. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> no, definitely um, check it out. MHAPod.com. We're also on Tumblr. Reddit. I actually think I created us a Pinterest, you know. <laughs> We're everywhere. <laughs> we need to do like, yeah, there's co- like cos, I think there's a lot of cosplay on Pinterest and all. Like, probably. You know, I'd like do like stuff with the outfits and stuff. Like, I, I, I need to cosplay from, from here at My Hero Academia, but I am lazy. And you can find me on Twitter at Chopper's Antlers. And you can follow me on Twitter at Sniper of My Heart. Okay, and so. That's all, folks. And do we want to do the closer? Oh, wait, did you have more to say? No. I do the closeout. Do you know, okay, uh, Black Man Critic, do you know how do we do the closeout? I do not. I should, but I don't. It's I'm sorry. Like a, go, we go, we say go beyond and then we yell plus ultra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, let's make sure to go beyond plus, plus ultra. ultra.